Let's go. Escobar on the beat. King Legend Talks. Fire Radio. 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 King Legend Talks. This is the one and only Joshua Rogers coming to you live right here, right now on iHeartRadio, King Legend Talks. We got a lot to talk about right now, brother. I mean, first of all, congratulations on all your success and everything that you've been accomplishing over the years. How does it feel, man? Uh, It's been a journey. Um, You know, it's of course, like any journey has its ups and its downs. Um, But the biggest thing is... I'm extremely always elated and grateful to be able to minister to people, um, to continue to be used um, by the Lord is just a priceless <laughs> um, opportunity. And so uh, I thank him every day. Absolutely. So for the people who may not be all the way sure exactly who Joshua Rogers is, I want you guys to just get a quick recap. Okay. Let's talk about Sunday's best season five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, actually, not only just going, but to actually follow all the way through and actually get the W. You know, how does that feel? And what did it mean for your family? It was was such a surreal moment. Um, I went through the majority of the contest with the mindset of gratefulness. Um, I was really just hugely appreciative to just be there. So um, every night or every week, rather, when I was still there, was just more icing on top of the cake. Um, so right. when it finally got to the point that I won, it was just like, wow, this is this is real. Because I really didn't, just being honest, I really didn't think I could win. Um, my season was, you know, just full of singers. And that, that's no discredit to any other season. But mm-hmm. I can personally say for my season, it was full of singers. And that's from the top 20 down. Like, right. there was not nobody that graced the stage of my season that could not sing like crazy. Point blank, cool. period. And so with that being the case, it's such a huge pool of talent, uh, of gifts, anointing. It was just like, <laughs> dude, you're a little behind from Louisville, South Carolina. You you really think you got a chance against all these jokers? Like, really? Right. But it it was, I, I attribute it to nothing but the favor of God. Absolutely. I mean, 
we can't sit here and act like 20 people is not a lot of competition. You know? Okay. Every single one of them are talented. Every single one of them is, can sing their heart out. You know, yes. um, it, it was just amazing to see the whole thing play out. And then not only that, if that wasn't enough, going up against 20 people, the panels, come on, man. The panels, you know, you, you're talking Donnie McFerklin, Yolanda Adams, CeCe Winans, Kurt Franklin. How does that feel for you? Like, just to be around them. Um, again, it was surreal. I, I, I literally was like, I can't believe this is happening. Because these are people that I've grown up listening to. Um, grown up trying to sing like, like, you know, mm. like, I, I can't tell you how many times, like, the battle is not yours. I'm in the car with my mom as a kid, like, screaming my love. Come on, you know, you know about like, it. Yeah, you know, so it's like, like, all of that stuff, uh, like, you know, it, it was, it was so amazing to be able to say as a, a small town country kid that I actually accomplish you know something right. like this um and you know given a lot of the struggles that i had before that you know it was just like wow like can i really do this you know and and i'm a i'm a living testimony that when god brings you to something he is not going to fail you and he's not going to be right there with you throughout the entirety of the process and yeah. literally throughout the entirety of that uh, span of my life on Sunday Best, man. It was it was just crazy. I made so many life uh, lasting friendships, uh, relationships. Uh, I learned so much, um, and you know, it, it it just it just keeps going. And and that was like that was literally like just the the foundation of just an incredible um, experience that just keeps happening for me. So I'm I'm when I tell you I, I thank God so much. Um, even even for the stuff that's uncomfortable, even for the the downs and the the trials and the tribulations and stuff like that, it, I thank God for it mm -hmm. because it's making me stronger, makes it's making me wiser, um, it's helping me uh, have a, a much better understanding, um, a better walk with the Lord. Um, because the way my life has been set up lately, mm -hmm. me me and Jesus, we getting like this. <laughs> we wasn't right because you know I'm I'm like I'm I I have to stay in His face. Um, you know, just uh, sometimes just for my own sanity and my own peace. Um, and, and, and I'm, I'm completely okay, um, with finding peace alone in right. the Lord. It's yeah. so important to stay the course, man. We all go through trials and tribulations and when you're going through them, keeping the faith is key, you know, Absolutely. that's going to get you through. That's how you pull through every single time. And the best part about it, the reason you can keep the faith in every situation is because God never changes. He's the same yes. way every single day. He's consistent. He's consistent yes. with everything he is. And, and that's so important. Whenever you're going through a hard time, remember, it's the same guy that was with you the last time. He was mm -hmm. with you the time before that and the time before that. So yeah. every single situation you can possibly go through in your life, he's always going to be there. And that's so important for people to remember. You never go through nothing alone. You know, um, that's such a big deal. Now, um, with the panel, is there anyone on there in particular that gave you a word of wisdom that really just stuck with you? Ooh, ah, man, that's that's not just one thing, one statement. Um, let me see. I th I think it was Cece. Uh, she, I, I'll, I'll tell this one. Uh, she was one of, probably one of the first people to tell me to take my time. Like, slow down <laughs> you know right. um, outside of that 
Kimberell. And this was actually a scolding. Um, it was when I was preparing for the God and Me performance and uh, I did the rehearsal and she was like, no, like she stopped the rehearsal and she was like, okay, we, we, we've seen Mary Mary. We want to hear what you can do. Now that part y'all did see on the show. The part y'all right. didn't see was when she told me, you want my block now, okay? Mm-hmm. This ain't Greeleyville no more. You're not going to come here just singing anything, okay? You need to know, you need to think before you sing. You need to know from where you're going to start and where you're going to end. Right. There needs to be no mystery when you open your mouth. Sing. Be intentional. Be professional. Like, you know, she she dug into me. And so I every once in a while, that conversation and that moment still comes back into my head. And I hear right. it's like I'm living a moment all over again because I get like, it's like I turned into this little kid all over again. It's like, oh my God, I'm in trouble. But you know, I, I it lights a fire in me to go out there and, and do what I'm supposed to do. I mean, that's so important because I mean, some people can't handle that kind of constructive criticism. You know, Ooh. that's an area in some people's lives they really got to work on because it's like they're not saying anything to come at you. You know, they're just trying to help you see things from a different perspective in a way that's going to make you better. better. And so um, it's it's good that you were able to take that constructive criticism because we all know when it comes to singing, I mean, that's real personal for a lot of people. They, I've been singing since I was two years old. I'm right, right. To hear that, you, you know, uh, and, and they can get real in their feelings and take it personal, but I'm glad you were able to take it the right way, you know, and actually yes. apply it to you in your career. And then uh, moving forward, man, after the, the show and everything was completed, let's talk about your debut album, Well Done. Hitting uh, number one on a billboard. Like, come on, man. How, that nothing but God. You know what I'm saying? Just to have that kind of response initially. Oh, yeah. You're already just celebrating your blessings from before. Yes. It was like that whole your, my cuff running over. It's just continuing the flow and the blessings. So, Absolutely. explain to me that moment for you. You know when you got that news. It, it the funny thing about it was when I got the news, I was actually in Detroit. I was um, me and Alexis were preparing to do a concert at Bishop Wayne T. Jackson's church in Detroit, um, and so he had invited us over to his house. And so we had literally just pulled up. I'm in awe of what I'm seeing. And right. um, uh, her manager at the time, uh, he was with us. And so he uh, he had got the call and he was like, Josh, your song just is, is number one. Like, and he, you know, like, told me the number of sales and stuff. Like that. I was like, man, this is, this is crazy. Because I got the call. I'm sitting here in the yard of this big mansion. And I'm like, right. God, you are really doing this type of stuff for me. You know, that I think that was the biggest thing um, I said right. before, but I just, unfortunately, I didn't believe it could happen for me. Um, and mm-hmm. so when it did, it was, I was just so overwhelmed with, just with appreciation and just gratefulness because it was like, wow, God, like little me, little me, I'm, I'm worth it. I'm that valuable. I'm that important enough that you could use me, that you would choose someone like me. Uh, mm-hmm. to do this, to be in these shoes, to be in this scenario, and and to have the support of so many people um, is is it's, it's joy to my heart. Um, people don't have to like you. People don't have to support you. Uh, people don't have to love you. Uh, none of that stuff. And so 
when people make the choice to do these things, um, I, I, I just, I want people to know, I, I appreciate it. I thank you so, so, right. so much. I'm sorry, bro. I'm getting dark over here, <laughs> but no, <laughs> I, I just, I, I can't say thank you enough because I understand that it's a choice. And so I'm grateful for you making the choice to choose me. Um, that's not just the people, but that's God also. Absolutely. You know, um, support is such a big deal. Um, especially when it's genuine, you know, people that's really rocking with you. And it, and it has a lot to do with the way people can relate to the sound, to the music, you yeah. know, and that's a, and that's a high calling on your life to really put out this, this music that goes right to the soul. You see, you're, you're using it for the kingdom of God. But there's a lot of people that's not. A lot of people is talented. And they're not using their gift the way God designed them for them to use it. And, you know, it's a gift. Don't think like there's there's not going to be no tarnish on your gift. You know, there's people that's using their gift for the world and they just as talented. God don't mm -hmm. take the power away from the gift. The gift is solidified, Absolutely. you know. And, and so I'm happy that you're using it for the kingdom of God the way it was designed. You're following your purpose with it. You know, um, I'm quite sure in the music industry, in the business alone, when they they kind of, they seek that talent, they hear the voice, they know you got it. You know, I'm quite sure people reach out to you every now and then and say, hey, you ever thought about, you know, if you decided to do something outside of gospel, you know, you ever thought oh, about yeah. doing, that's temptation. You know what I'm saying? The answer to that is always, I'm too churchy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too churchy. You can't. You ain't gonna be able to send me over to no secular set and think it's gonna it's gonna go over. You know, like right. a normal thing. <laughs> Something's gonna switch. I'm gonna scream, squall. It's it's gonna happen. It's just you gonna like, happen. Yeah. Jesus coming with me. All right. <laughs> We're gonna be like, you know what? Nah, nah. Settle back. He got too much Jesus on us. We 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 get on. Right, right. <laughs> so I, I'm just gonna let you know now. This is how it's gonna go. That's that's something, man. So. Now, moving forward, you know, with all of the stuff that God has really blessed you with, what do you feel like he's calling you to do right now with your life? Uh, uh, it, it's like for me right now, it's another level of faithfulness, um, another level of service. Um, and, and when I say uh, service, I mean, um, you get to a certain level uh, uh, in life um and in your career um where you know it's just like uh you know i'm, I'm not going to take less than this or um you know I've, I've i've reached a point where um this is what i i deserve and stuff like that and so um i'm at a point in a place now where uh things are happening it's out of my control it's out of my hands and so my my response has been god whatever whatever your will is for me I mm -hmm. just, I'll just fall in line. Um, and so it's weird because I've, I've said this before. It's crazy how God gives me songs and these songs literally uh, distinctively speak to where I'm at in life. And so the last single I released, Still Gonna Trust, is so crazy. Since the day <laughs> I recorded that song, it's been one thing after another one right. thing after another and um with each scenario with each uh situation 
my uh my service to god it it, it comes out on a on a different level um because uh i'm in situations and scenarios where my power is not enough my wisdom is not enough my knowledge is not enough um and and let me be clear in saying this we say all the time you know um his ways are not our ways his thoughts are not our thoughts uh, and, and and that is so true but there are times when your wisdom is sufficient there are times when the experiences and the stuff that you've gone through uh where it's it's enough for you to uh get through what you're dealing with um but then there comes a point in the time in your life when all of that is worthless uh given to the situation that you're in and you really have to rely on the strength of god solely and literally that's that's been the space that i've been in and so i've just been walking um in this space of god whatever your will is like it just just let it be done and i will have no other choice but to be okay with that and to be satisfied with that because my prayer has been um you know god uh lead and direct me um you know order like whatever whatever uh wherever you want me to go uh whatever you want me to say you know I, that has been my prayer and so i can't when he does it i you know i'm not gonna i, I can't act you know surprised you know or right. weird or funny or you know uh be like well okay god now i, I told you to have your way but this wasn't the way i was thinking <laughs> you know right. what i'm saying so you know it's like okay god well if this is what you want um it wasn't what i was thinking but that's what we're going to you know, go with. <laughs> that, that's what we're going to do. You know what I'm saying? And so literally that's where I've been. And so um, I've just been in this space of um, gratitude, um, uh, focusing on, uh, or, or how can I say it? Refining my focus, um, making sure I'm focusing on the right things because um, I, it's so easy to focus on uh, the negative. It's so easy to focus on uh, what's not happening right. It's so easy to focus on uh, everything that's wrong, but being able to steal your mind and focus on uh, all that's right, to focus on the fact that I don't have to worry about bills. I don't have to worry about food. I don't have to worry about um, uh, my, you know, my my standard of living. I don't have to worry about, you know, uh, you know, uh, like my family and friends, you know, my core people, you know, like just stuff like that is, it's things that I'm just deciding to focus on um, and everything else, it just belongs to God. So that's the space that I'm now. It took me so long to get there. No, no, I appreciate the elaboration. That makes a lot of sense, man. And, and while you were talking, it was just a thought ran across my mind. It was just like, be still and know that I'm God. And there's times that you go through things in life and we don't have the clues. We don't know what it is that we going on, but we try to make moves on our own. We try to figure it out. But then sometimes God just wants you to be still because he's going to show you things that you didn't even know you you were going to get revealed to you. There are going to yeah. be doors sometimes that close and he's going to be like, be still and know that I'm God. Because you see, we serve a God who has the power and the keys to open up every door. So in those moments when we're looking like, oh, man, I don't know what my next move is. Sometimes he just wants you to be still. Because he's going to yep. show you some things that's going to blow your mind. So sometimes you got to be, you got to get ready. And when you get ready, it's not that you're not prepared. It's an actual place of I'm ready for whatever that's about to happen. I don't know where this is going, but I know something is about to get real. And I'm going to put on my seatbelt. That's all I know. And sometimes God just say, put on your seatbelt, okay? Like this is the time for you to put on your seatbelt. Don't worry about nothing else. I got you. And that's where that faith comes in, man. That's 
I don't know what it is, but that just ran right through my mind when you were speaking, man. I just felt like I wanted to say that for you. Because um, it's, it's it's just the truth of, of what it is. That's that's exactly where I'm at. I'm I'm at yeah. that that I'm in that space where I literally just have to be still and let God be God. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So I want to um touch bases a little bit with you about your your childhood growing up. I know you used to play drums in the church. Um, so what was that kind of experience like for you? Take me back. Take me down memory lane a little bit. Oh, you ain't trying to go back that far. Let's bro. go back. Let's go back to memory lane. Let's hit the brakes to go in reverse. Memory lane. You asked me that because, like I said, I'm down here in South Carolina, so I literally just left my mom and my grandma. Um, and you know, growing up, uh, you know, my grandmother being the pastor, uh, mom's an evangelist. Uh, one of my aunts is an evangelist. Uh, you might as well call all my aunts an evangelist. Might as well. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, it was just there was there was no there was no room for anything but God. That was the first right. thing. <laughs> there was no, right. there's, there's no space in this house in your life while you're in this house for anything but the Lord. Okay. Right. You heard it not every day, see. not just on Sunday. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, you know, so that alone was, uh, was, you know, very uh, impactful for me, but uh, I always loved music and it's crazy how, um, how drums came to kind of like be my thing. Um, I'm in the process now of, of, you know, learning how to play the piano, but um, I, I just, as much as I say I don't dance, I actually do like to dance. I really okay. do. I just don't like to do it in front of people. <laughs> I was about to say, you, you be on TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just don't like to do it in front of people. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, my mom always tells a story about how you know, I would take the pots and pans out, do all of that stuff, you know. Uh, sing it. Uh, Fred Hammond was one of the first uh, gospel artists that I loved uh, so much, and so um, just doing stuff like that until it just became like natural, uh, natural to me. And so um, I can remember so many, so many Sundays in my grandmother's church where you know we've sung. I, you know, I'm I'm singing, pray the Lord everybody, you know, and just just going. I I, I can tell you so many stories. Like I remember one time I did a, we were doing a fast. It's a funny right. story. We were doing a fast, and we had two services that day. We had our morning service, and then my grandmother had to preach at another church for a pastor's anniversary. And uh, I was playing the drums at this okay. service. This is the last day of my full three-day fast. Now, a full three-day fast, that's no water. Yeah, no I was food, about to say. No that's nothing. That's that and real fast. they not even let you chew gum. Okay, you can't chew no gum, nothing. So I've done this. This is my last day. Service started at five. Okay. My fast was over at six. Okay. Picture it. It is now, let's say, around eight o'clock, almost nine-ish. Okay. And they're still dancing. You ready to eat? My hands literally started to curl up on me as I was playing the drums. And I kid you not, <laughs> I stood up and I said, sit down now. <laughs> I, I thought real. I was out of here. Nothing like that had ever happened to me before. And so I'm like, oh, my God. Like, like I'm literally, I'm watching my fingers curl up. <laughs> so I'm like, what the heck is this? So, yeah, that's, that's, that's one, of the, one of the big stories I have of me playing drums and singing in church. But it was, you know, it was just awesome. You know, coming up in a family church, there's nothing like it. 
right. everything, you know, it, family, every everybody, whatever part is missing, somebody pick, picks up the baton, somebody picks up the hat. And so um, it, it was, it was family strengthening. Um, it kept us close. Um, it kept us, uh, kept us strong, kept us before the Lord. And so, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm grateful for it. Man, that's such a big deal to actually be brought up in a family that fears God, you know, and um, takes them seriously and also trains you when you're young because you're going to realize that the older you get, a lot of the time, I don't know if this applies to you, but I know me personally, when when you were brought up in that environment and you kind of naturally just try to do everything on your own, separate away from it, you kind of feel like, man, this is all I know. You, you get curious. You want to try other things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you start to go way left field. And then because people be at home praying, you be getting to the point where you know somebody praying for you. And you're like, listen, stop praying for me. I'm trying to I'm trying to do me right now. And then God just keeps reeling you in. He keeps reeling you in. But it's like once you put your foot out there in those waters and you test it, you realize this, this is what they warn me about. This is all the stuff that they told me not to do. And this is why all these things are happening in my life. Yeah. And, and then you get back to a place where you just come to God and you say, please forgive me for everything I've ever done. You know, uh, you know, I don't even deserve your love right now. But yeah, it's so unconditional. Isn't it crazy to think like that? <laughs> yeah, like, it's something, you know, to, to really go through that process. But then... It doesn't tear you down. God takes what the devil meant for evil or for bad and turns it into something good. He purifies you. You know what I'm saying? No matter what you go through, no matter what you've done, whatever dirt you've been through in your life, you come to God, he forgives you. It's unconditional. And he brings you in. He accepts you for who you are. And there's a lot of people, especially in 2022, that feel like, man, um, I don't even think he could forgive me for what I've done. And you know what I'm saying? And it's like, that is so far from the truth because you got some people with the mindset that I got to get right before he accepts me. That's a lie. That's a lie. Come as you are. He will get you to that level where you feel like, okay, I need to work on this or work on that. But the 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 gateway is open for you. No, Nobody's out here blocking the gate from you. Yeah. You know? And, and that's a big deal because some people don't understand that, especially if they wasn't brought up in that environment. So that's why they need people to tell them this information because they're thinking God just like everybody else. Because, you know, in the world, you do somebody wrong, they're going to do you wrong back. Yeah. That's the mentality. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you hurt me, I hurt you. You know, that's the mentality of the world. So Unless someone... you're Medea, I want to get you before you get me. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, you know, the reason I bring that up is because because we brought up in that environment, sometimes we have to think about things from somebody whose perspective who wasn't brought up in that environment. You know, it's almost like people being conditioned for the street. You know, people are conditioned the way that they're brought up, and so they don't have the information a lot of the times. A lot of people have never even opened the Bible to even understand that a lot of the things that people saying in the street that's so quotables, it came from the Bible. Yep. They don't even yep. know that. They that's don't even that's know. why it's so important to read it for yourself, man. Study. Right. You got to study it for yourself because if you don't, you can so easily be led astray. 
that's absolute facts, man. So at um some point, you know, the devil always tries to tempt people. And and what are some challenges or things he's grown at you that you had to rebuke recently? You know what I'm saying? And, and, and just stand fast on your faith. Anger. Anger. Talk about it. Talk about it. Someone need to hear this. <laughs> Anger. Um, I I've always been the type of person I hate confrontation. Um, I always shy away from it. Um, if I if there's another avenue um, where confrontation isn't a part of the equation, um, nine times out of ten, that's going to be the avenue that I choose. Um, and with me having that type of persona, um, it 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 at times has given people the false perception that um, I'm um, or um, there have been situations where I should have spoken up for myself um, and I didn't or I didn't do it um, as adequately as I should have. Um, you mean and, the idea that you saved your weak or because yeah. you're a Christian, you saw that mentality? Yeah. You know, uh, when, you know uh, when you in those moments when you just choose not to say anything, you're just like, I saw it, but okay, you know, um, or just in situations where I've 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 taken low so many times, um, I've I've taken a many of L's, um, a many of private silent L's, and so I'm almost thirty now, um, and you just get to a point to where it's just like you're not going to continue to mishandle me, you're not going to continue to um, treat me a certain way when I know I deserve better, um. Or when I know I reciprocate better, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and so um, now I'm, you know, I'm, I've, God has been taking me through this thing where he's, he's teaching me how not to react, but to respond. Um, and I haven't been, you know, pray for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, pray we all working on something. The first step okay. is to recognize. Pray, pray for me because, um, there have been things that have been happening and it, it sometimes the pain is so much that your reaction um it it can kind of pull you out of yourself um because at that point you just you you just feel like you're you're fighting for your life um and and so having been uh or or having been in uh scenarios like that that's been my battle um and my so my anger has been um, has been something that I've definitely been been laying before the Lord. Um, you know, the Bible teaches us, you know, get angry, but sin not. Um, and I, I can't, you know, say on here, knowing that I really want to go to heaven, that I probably haven't. Um, you know, I, I, I've definitely broken that scripture this year. Um, but just keep me before the Lord. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I, you know, that's the thing, though. You got a conscience, and, and, and you already know the things that you need to work on. And every day that you really say in the word and you just give it to God, he's going to help build you every single day. That thing that you consider a weakness, he's going to turn it to something that's going to become a strength. And it's just like when you um playing a sport, you may not be the best at whatever it is you're doing, but you know, as long as you continue to practice, you're going to get better. So in this, in this scenario, as long as you continue to stay in the word, you're going to continue to get delivered from whatever that anger is that you're dealing with. 
you know, and, and that's a big deal to keep going. It's one foot in front of the other. You stand, of course, you know, it's, it's a long journey. And, and if anybody tells you that, you know, they, they holy and sanctified and everything's 100% and it happened overnight, that's a lie. And they probably got a religious spirit on their heart. I'm just saying. So, I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, you know? everyone has done something. You know, and, and and that's also, and I'm glad we're speaking about this because that's a that's something that keeps a lot of people away from the faith, right? Because a lot of people in the world have this mentality that I have to be perfect, and and I would never be able to be a Christian because I, I'm, I'm I can't do what y'all do. You know what I'm saying? Every everybody makes mistakes, and so that actually becomes the thing that hinders them from accepting Jesus into their life, and when really he's saying, just allow, try Jesus. You done tried everything else. Give me an opportunity to work on you. And the things that you consider to be flawed, I will change and make better and make good. And it's so many people just have to keep it 100 with yourself. We gonna make mistakes, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that as long as we're working in that right direction and we, do everything possible to just keep that faith. And that's what it's about, keeping the faith and staying the course. Um, so as of right now, what is the typical day for you like, man? Like as far as you're working, you know, working on your music? Uh, man, um, I really wish, I really wish I could say um, that I am actively working on a project, um, but unfortunately I'm not. Um, I am, you know, uh, doing some writing um, and, 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 you know, just uh, doing some work on some music, um, but uh, not actively um, the project um, that I, I hoped uh, would be releasing soon. And so, um, you know, even even with that, um, yeah, I just saw in the hands of the Lord, you know, it's just not time yet, you know, so. Whenever, Absolutely. whenever it's time, okay, God, I'm, I'm ready, I'm willing, and I'm waiting. Um, it, you know, it might so, be time to put on that seatbelt, brother. It's seatbelt season. Hey, <laughs> seatbelt so. season. Hey, let I Jesus take so. the well. It's seatbelt season. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, so uh, right now, a typical day for me. Um, you know, I get up, uh, working out. Um, I have a dog, so you know, uh, take him out. Uh, well, I, I do a, do a, I try to do uh, some writing um, every day. Um, I don't always get to it every day. Um, and so, uh, if I'm not traveling, uh, I'm, you know, I'm home, um, taking care of home. Um, so I'm a minister, uh, well, a worship leader at a church, um, in mm -hmm. Missouri, uh, powerhouse ministries. And so, um, uh, you know, music rehearsals, um, whatever task my pastor may need of me throughout the day, uh, you right. know, just stuff like that. And so that goes back into that, uh, another level of service that I was talking about. Absolutely. Um, earlier, you know, um, because like I said, some of us, we get to a point in our lives and in our careers where we 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 start to deem certain things beneath us or less than mm -hmm. us. Um, and the truth of the matter is, is that there are just some things that should never reach that that place. Um, helping people, serving people, feeding people, um, just just, you know, being being a nice person. Uh, right. you know, or uh, doing, you know, helping the community, giving back to the community, just stuff like that. And so um, uh, that's that's been a big part of uh, my daily going forward. Um, so um, uh, I, I don't know if you've seen anybody that kept up with me. I've, I've, uh, my with church, we, you know, feed families and stuff like that. So you 
probably seeing, right. you know, out giving out, uh, you know, household items and stuff like that. Uh, you know, so just, just stuff like that. Uh, like I said, again, uh, going back to refining my focus. Um, so just uh, making sure my energy, my focus, my thoughts, my time, it's all um, mm-hmm. being invested into things that are going to um, bring back a positive return. Not And not just for other people, but for me. Right. I definitely understand that. And I don't want to overlook this situation. You just spoke about weight loss. You made a big, big life decision choice, I should say. And the way that it actually worked for you, you know, what's your secret, bro? Like, what is you, <laughs> what, what was the, my first, first take me through the mindset change? Okay. Because I seen the before and the after. I was like, <laughs> it's I got to ask man. him. Yeah, it, it took a while and I tried, I tried many different things. And so I ended up just finding a combination of things that just worked well for me. Um, the last uh, endeavor I did was, uh, it was called the 40 day turn up with Dr. Joe. Uh, his name is Pastor Joseph out of Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, he does this program where they take you through the mental and emotional aspects of um, whatever it is that's stopping you from losing weight. And for a lot of us, it's discipline. Uh, you know, uh, for me, it wasn't that I didn't want to work out or that I couldn't work out. I just, I, I hate pain. And so you go into the gym and you come out, I don't feel better. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to, they, they taught us how to work through that stuff, you know, like gradually building yourself up. You know, a lot of us, when we, we start the journey of losing weight, we just go full force head in, you know, and that's not yeah. always the best route because you can easily burn yourself out and then you're right back where you started from you know what i'm saying and so teaching us how to gradually work your way into it start by you know mainly just changing your eating habits um Mm -hmm. and you'll you'll be surprised at how many different foods out there taste like what you really love but are so much more healthier um so for instance for me potatoes are a huge weakness okay (laughs) Uh, anybody that knows me knows Joshua loves a potato. And so uh, I in, uh, I ended up finding uh, this other food. I think it's called the yucca, yucca plant. Um, and it tastes like a potato. Wow. But it's like half the calories. And so uh, just, you know, just doing different things like that. I found a love for almonds um, throughout the process. And so um, just making small but hugely impactful um, changes. I was literally just talking to my mom about it, uh, about uh, how many meals we eat. Uh, mm-hmm. So they had us on a, a program of, you know, we had to eat at least three to four meals a day um, and, you know, a certain amount of calories and stuff like that. And so uh, with that happening, it, it it changed my appetite. So even now, um, I there are, I, I'll go someplace where I know a year, a year ago, I would have smashed everything on there. <laughs> And I'm taking like a, a full box home now, you know, so it's just stuff like that, you know, and, you know, this is, you know, no, uh, no other processes or anything like that. It's just, you know, working on the discipline, making the choice and putting in the work. And um, I'm just grateful right. <laughs> to you see know, results. You know um, what I will say, my weakness when it comes to weight loss or just eating in general is portion size. I eat, I've trained my body to just eat till I'm full. And if I'm not full, then I still got room. 
You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna keep eating until I'm full. And that's been my problem for many years. Let me that's you, bro, where it I came understand. from. Yeah, like you be like, someone's happy with a, a 10 piece McNugget. I need a 20 piece. <laughs> I get full at about 18. I might be able to fit the other two. <laughs> Listen, when I tell you, I know what you were talking about all too well. But like I said, that was the great thing about the process. You know, it, it literally, your even even if your mind went that way, your stomach, you know, after you, you know, like done the process for about two, a good two weeks, your stomach is like, nah, bro. <laughs> we, right. you know, it, it literally starts to change. And that's the thing that we don't understand. Uh, a lot of people don't understand your stomach expands. And it does. So, um, so how you, you know, going to cut my portion size? My stomach is expanded. On. As you change your, that's so, so for me, almonds, uh, almonds were a really big help. Uh, they, uh, they're really great at cutting belly fat. Um, cutting your appetite, um, and uh, it's it's not you know of course it's not a lot of calories and stuff like that. And so uh, almonds was a big thing for me, and it 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 made up for that room. Now another thing is is how much water do you drink? Because mm. uh, I I know as black people, you know you eat first and then you drink. You know right. you fill your stomach up with the food first and then you drink. But um, I when you set like a, a thing for like say like a gallon of water or a day. Mm-hmm. And you're not gonna have too much more room. For yeah, food, that's know, a gem. That's a gem. That. Yeah, that's a, that's so, a gem. Stuff like that helps tremendously. Okay, and I I got this one thing we always do on the podcast. I'm gonna ask you five words, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say five words, and I want you to tell me what they mean to you. So I need you to make them personable, like relate to them. Okay. So the first word is love. When you hear that word. How does it make you feel, and what does it mean? Uh, unwavering. Never-ending. Um, flaws and all. That's what I think. Fear. Fear. Uh, big battle. Uh, big battle for me. Uh, I've been fearful of a lot of things that have stopped me from going after things that I really should have went after. Uh, so, dang, you just hit a nail. Get out get out of my business, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, fear, I I, I think uh, me, but no more. Okay. Yeah. Anointing. God. Oil. <laughs> Experience. Trials and tribulations. <laughs> Absolutely. And legacy. Blessed. Um, the ones that were able to genuinely feel uh, and see my heart totally. Absolutely. Well, listen up, everybody. This was the one and only Joshua Rogers, man. I appreciate you for coming through to the podcast. Any last words you want to leave for the people listening at? Oh, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity, bro. Thank you for thinking of me, man. I appreciate it beyond words to everybody out there. Thank y'all for supporting me. Uh, I pray that you continue to support me. Of course, Still Gonna Trust is available everywhere. Music is sold digitally. Go download that EP right now. You can go and sing it for yourself. Instrument is on as well. Amen. Praise God. Um, but <laughs> no, I just, I love you guys. And I, I, 
I want you to know from my heart, um, thank you for every bit of support, every song you downloaded, listened to, whether you streamed it or heard it on the radio. Um, I thank you for your prayers um, because I have solicited that from people. Um, and so I thank every last person who has thrown up a prayer for me. I really appreciate you uh, so much. And I ask that you keep me um, in your prayers. Uh, outside of that, uh, just keep those prayers going for some new music. Absolutely. Praise God. Well, I appreciate you again, brother, for coming through to the platform. I hope you have a great rest of your day. All right, man. I enjoyed myself. Thank you so much, bro. Thank you so much for making it all the way through another great episode of King Legend Talks. I truly hope you feel motivated to go out and make your dreams come true. If you would like to stay notified on what's happening next and stay connected within the community, please follow the host on social media at KingLegend757 or visit our official website where you will find the video version of this interview at www.KingLegendTalks.com. Thank you so much for your support and may God continue to bless you.